I've been monitoring your show for seven years now. Yeah. And I love it. Uh-huh. Hey, um, listen. Uh, I'm ready to blow my brains out. <laughs> I am ready to kill something. I know, something, man. Something, maybe like a, a hookworm. I don't know, anything. Hey, but the real listeners are going to keep watching it no matter what a, a abortion it is. No, but but that's not the point. If I know. Had, let, let me just explain one thing to you, okay, to show you the power of television. We had a one share that trans that extrapolates to like almost fourteen thousand homes. So if there's three average of three people in a home, that's like forty two thousand people watched at eight thirty again at ten thirty. So it's taken me four days on a station that doesn't even really exist, four days to get as many people watching at one moment as I have in twenty two and a half years on the radio as we have at any quarter hour here. Four right. days. Right. Well, I mean, the, the potential there is phenomenal. So it's it's great that the people listening to the show are watching. That's you know that's part of what we want. But also the idea is to get people who never heard the show to be watching. Right, and that that doesn't seem like it's going to be a great thing to well, do. Well, not, not if they not if they put it on there like that. I not know. if we got a bunch of bozos putting it together and have this great. Oh, we got to see one thing about television people. They have an obsession with like uh, deadlines and oh, see this is a taped show. There doesn't have to be any deadline with this. They can put it on next Monday, a week from Sukkot. They can put it on whenever. The stuff I was talking about the last. Uh, four days. It was all uh, ti timeless. I mean, it could have been on any time. Right. Originally, I thought that's what they were going to I mean, the do. Pope was an asshole last week. The Pope will be a silly old asshole with a dress next week. There, there was no timeliness in any of that, unless he croaks soon. Hey, let me ask you, when those huh. cameras, like the one that's in front of you and George, when they're on you, there, is there a red light that's lit up on it? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I, I think No, of course like... there's not a red light. No, I'm not, not paying any attention. to. It. Let me say it to you again. I'm not doing a show for television. No, no, I'm doing I'm the Neil Rogers radio show. In fact, let me tell you how misrepresented this whole thing was. When I agreed to do this, I was told all sorts of things, none of which have come true, by the way. They were going to have a truck out in the parking lot. They were going to have one guy with a camera in here. The guys, and, and like, I'm not complaining about the guys in the other room because they've been very unobtrusive and they're fine. But they were going to be out in a truck. There was going to be one guy here with a camera, and, I, and life would just go on. It would be no. I, I sit down here last Monday. They got a big spotlight shining in my face. Oh, is that okay? I said, of course not. I can't sit like this for four hours, blinded by the light, baby. And it's it's uh, gotten better from there. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. God, how you doing? Pretty good. Hey, you're no That's Howard. You're a lot better. Yeah. Listen, I have the solution to the show, but sure. if I if I give it to you, I want a shot. I wonder if they produced Howard's show one time on E like that, how long it would stay on E. Oh, pff, forget it. You know? It's it's not... Okay. And besides, Howard has a cast. He has an ensemble. I'm not here to talk about okay, Howard. Yeah, it's, Howard. It's, it's ponderous. Forget the Howard people, uh, you know, yeah. God bless him, okay? Forget Howard, okay. Um, during the... Okay, first with the editing, delaying, you got to delay the show for at least a day or two to give the guy, you know, the time, especially... See, th this goes back to a guy over in the other place over there on the beach. One of their big shots from this company, his name is Stinky. And this Stinky guy, he thinks he's a real expert, okay? I'd like to find out what the other shows on the station had last night. No, seriously, they had bad numbers. And we had a one. And they had, like, practically nothing, is what uh, Joe is telling me over there, behind your back. Zero. Oh, God. So we better, uh, they better suck up to us. You hear that, Stinky? You better be nice to us, okay, because we're all you got. They sampled the other crap on here for three days, and now they're all gone. And they were starting to get into my show, and now you're butchering that. I got news for you. Another week like this, and it'll be, hey, how's that home shopping coming? Get those pubic zirconias out, baby. Wasn't so bad after all, huh? Okay, let's go to Miami Beach. Hello. Uh, Leo. Yes, sir. Hey, what's up? Listen, I was just calling to tell you that... He doesn't I care. He's getting laid a lot. Yes, sir. <laughs> I saw the, um, saw the show last night, and, um, yeah, there were, there were some mess-ups, but also... There were some mess-ups? <laughs> there were, there, were, there were mess ups in that show last night? <laughs> Come on. You're a little picky, man. <laughs> but listen, the same thing happened on Oprah in the midst of all the wailing as I was wiping my eyes. It um, happened to Oprah? The same freaking bitch. <laughs> The, the, the color bars came across the screen. All right. Oh, God. I feel much better now. It happened to that goddamn Elsie the Borden cow lookalike Oprah with a bone in her nose. Uh, it's at Harpo Studios, and it was a time clock, and it was terrible. Great. And um, as I was wiping my eyes, I was crying for both reasons. But see, on Oprah's show, you'll have to be watching for about two years to see it happen again because everybody will get their ass fired. But on my show, it'll, uh, you know, just watch tonight. Well, when you got I won't be you. watching. <laughs> I won't. I will not be watching tonight. Well, I'll be watching again. I'll tell everyone to tune in. Hope it gets better let's get up to a two share just to piss everybody off <laughs> and, right. then, and you know something that will purposely screw it all up and people will say what is this anyway <laughs> have a great day pal you too good, bye. Luck, good luck to us here's a lady mobile in weston hello hi neil yes ma'am it's not just your show that wasn't good yesterday i think whammy of miami is pretty bad in general itself well let's rip them an ass that's a great idea okay they suck but you're god <laughs> well what, what was it what else did you see 
No, I just don't like the whole show in general. The whole station, you mean? Yeah, the whole station, the whole concept. Well, which things did you watch that you hated like poison? Did you watch I that? I watched it the first few days, like from 7 o'clock, you know, where it just has all the traffic details. That news broadcast? Oh, you mean in the morning? Yeah, I watched well, it all day. Yeah, at least they got good personalities on that morning traffic show. None. Oh, yeah, nothing. Right, well, that's okay. In fact, if I would have watched that this morning, I would have seen the wreck on the turnpike, and I could have avoided all that grief. That's what I should have done, instead of waiting to hear Joe Brennan give some useful information. Well, he's always, uh, like, ten, ten minutes he's, after he's the a, He's a putz with a good voice. That's Joe Brennan. He's a putz with a great voice, and he makes me <laughs> sick to my stomach. I hate you, Joe. Uh, Don't take it personal unless you want to. Well, you have a great day, Neil. Thanks for the good news. Bye. And I'm glad you love Channel 69. Not, she hates it. She hates everything on there. She detests it. She thinks it's a commie pinko plot. Here's a coral reef. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I'm a first-time listener and viewer of, uh, I guess, the television program. Well, you sound very depressed, and I can easily understand why. Well, I'm depressed because um, I really like the program, you know, right. on television. But it seems like you have some really inexperienced people down there. Yes. Three-year-old kids that work for like four cents an hour and a bunch of jelly beans? <laughs> or maybe from foreign countries. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but illegal. Really... As a matter of fact, that's why they put the studio on South Beach, because they're getting all the illegal aliens washing up <laughs> on the shore. That's right. I really see uh, a big future for, for you uh, on television. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, we thought it was pretty good. Yeah, ass suckers. Here's, and if they thought that was good, just wait till we get on a real station. I mean, till it gets uh, done right. Here's a lady in uh, Coral Springs. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Neil. Oh, I've been listening to your show now for a while, and I was uh, thrilled when I heard it would be on TV. And? And then I tuned in, and what's up with that? It was horrible. Yeah. I know it's, you know, I know you're not too happy about it. Oh, but, uh, too happy. I'm ready to murder somebody, at least maybe 20, 30 people. And, you know, you think it was crappy last night. What are they going to do tonight when they're going to have to edit out all the segments? No, they're you? not. They're going to put all this in there. Reaming stinky? Yes, they're going to have me reaming uh, stinky. Oh, yeah. Yep. Either that or they're going to play... Uh... In fact, that's going to be the name of the show tonight. Not the Neil Rogers show. It's just going to be called Reaving Stinky. <laughs> Either that or they're just going to play the Jack in the Box segment for 30 minutes. Over and over again. Yeah, while I sit here uh, staring around the walls. Hmm. Well, I just called to let you know that you have a 20, 25-year-old female audience out there. Oh, God bless you, sweetheart. You have a nice day. Don't leave us. Don't kill anybody. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Sunny Isles. That's me, Neil. That's you. I've got a TV guide in front of me right now. Yeah. I've been trying to get your your, your TV oh. show since Monday. Oh, yeah. They have as follows. It goes oh, from 29 so to 33 on here. Thing. And then they got you, you on no at 69 sorry at 830. George did it. George did it. And it's all no, George's goddamn fault. Uh, what is it? They, they, you're on, someone else is talking while I am, and I, I yeah, held up a minute. Well, on on eight thirty, they got boy. Neil at night, but oh, they don't even they got bad, Sports Town at ten thirty. On sixty nine, yeah, I've been I finally gave up today. I learned that there is I'm we're on on uh, uh, cable vision. What yeah. channel are you on? Well, why did you have to go through that whole prep uh, foreplay? Why, why did you just say I'm on? I'll cable? explain why because you're not even uh, listening for your ten thirty. When you show. listen to me, you ask me the question. You're on cable vision in where North Bay Village, Miami Beach? No, it's Sunny Isles. It's Channel thirty. Thank you. You're welcome. Why couldn't he just ask that? I mean, ordinarily I would say it killed some good time, but in that case it killed lots of bad time. It was not quality time. It destroyed the quality of my life. Here's a lady mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Uh, yes, I saw your show last night for the first time. Oh, I'm so sorry. TV. I apologize. It wasn't bad. Um, I asked my brother. He told me you were gay. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Here's Davey. Hello. Hello there, Neil. Yes, sir. I'm uh, joining the show on radio and TV. Yeah. And uh, I'm down in Hollywood and getting it on Channel 2. You're getting it on 2. And uh, They're getting it in Hollywood. Reception was a little crappy. I don't know if it's my television or the antenna or yeah. every other channel comes in crystal clear. Now, though. when a big black screen comes on there, though, I bet you that's real clear. When it comes on for like about a minute and a half, that black uh, dead screen. You know, it, it becomes where you, you get used to it and uh, it doesn't bother you so much. Uh -huh. As long as eventually you know you're going to come on. Okay. Um, You're easy. I'm going to have to call you back. Okay, call me back.
We have an open line today. I mean, it's a very simple thing, okay? Go to Radio Shack, get an AB switch. It costs you like three ninety-five. Get you one of those cheap UHF ring antennas. Cost you about two ninety-five for five or six bucks. Hook it up on there when you want to watch the cable. You flip it over to A. When you want to watch uh, over the air, you flip it over to B. And with your little UHF ring, you'll get seventeen, twenty-three, forty-five, fifty-one, sixty-nine. Bada beep, bada boop. Bada. You got it? It's not that complicated. This guy must be one of the technicians down there on Lincoln Road at Channel sixty-nine. Just can't figure it out. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Yes, hi. I need to find out if you guys are really gay. Is, is that true? You guys? Yes, everyone there. Everyone here is gay, yes. Huh? Everyone. But, you know, but I, I can make you turn straight. No, I don't think so. I could. No interest. Okay. My, honey. Yeah. My body, believe me, you'll go crazy. I hate, I hate to break the news to you, sweetheart. Not interested. Baby, your dinger you would see Elsie, You ever see Elsie the, board, uh, the Borden cow? Uh-huh. She's got a couple of big hooters, too, but no interest. Listen, your dinger would stand up so yeah. hard. No, my dinger don't stand up. If you honey, can really see my dinger. Honey. Believe me, yeah. I got a third. Let, let, me, let me ask you something. Are you having problems finding, uh, if you're so hot, how come you're having problems finding uh, some uh, mutual relationship out there? I'm not. Some companionship. Honey, I have so many men that they were gay, and I've turned them straight. Oh, you turned them straight. But hell yeah. Isn't that a miracle? How did you do that? Do you have oh. a magic wand? No. Did you wave your magic wand no, and say, bada bing, you're straight? No, baby. Does, I it, does, so... it, does it disturb you that I have no sexual interest in you or any other women? Does that disturb you? Do you find that uh, you obviously have a complex about that? It's just all Jewish men are gay. Yeah, that's true. Well, we know that's that. It, you know, but yeah. believe Oh, so in other words, what you're looking for is a good circumcised penis. That's what you want. Honey, I'll take You're tired of all that damn... Jeez, is that what your problem is? Look, I'll take them circumcised and yeah. without circumcision. I'll do the okay, job... Okay, well, listen, we'll send you over a couple in the mail, okay? Put them in an envelope, George. I'm call returning. We're going to send you Gary Sarners first if we could find one. Oh, and that Bob Eisenberg, that, that PC... I'm, I'm serious. If that wasn't a dead beaver on his head this morning... In fact, Wally was running around saying, Hey, Beeb, where the hell are you? I said, right over here on uh, Bob Eisenberg's head. We have an open... Well, that was uh, beautiful. That was a touching thing. I'm so emotional now. My ding-a-ling is just a... Uh, open line and uh, date, 567-0560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. All you people over there are gay. All Jewish men are gay. Yeah, tell that to Milton Berle, by the way, who sung like a goddamn moose. Although he does always run around and drag. Here's Pompano Beach. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh... Yeah, I've been listening to you for the last 10 years, and uh, your show just gets better and better every day. Yes, it does. Uh, Callers get worse, but I get better. I know. The last call was unbelievable. She was beautiful. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. In fact, we're going, to be, we're going to be giving her number out a little bit later on today. Yeah, I have a dinger for her. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I got a dinger in my finger. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. Wipe it off. Uh, Neil, have you seen the local section of Sun Sentinel today? Uh, it's in a wastebasket. I perused it. Did I miss something? Yes, you did. Uh, there's an article right in um front of a uh, local section says Catholic Church forced to address... Oh, I already read from that. I did uh, oh, clip did? that out, yes. Oh, okay. About the cases that have been all swept under right. the rug and about the guys in Pensacola. Right. 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 It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's like well, word no, it's for very, word. It's very believable. It's exactly what's been going on for many, many years, and yet both newspapers write these glowing editorials about how courageous it is that the church finally is dealing with these things openly and honestly, which is a blatant goddamn lie, and we all know that, and uh, nobody wants to talk about it. I mean, it sounds like you wrote the article. It's like word for word out of yeah. your well, show. Well, one thing I'll say for the Sun Sentinel, because we have a few more English-speaking people in Broward County, and they're not as interested in pandering to their Catholic uh, Hispanic constituents like the Herald is always doing. The Sun Sentinel, at least the last couple of days, have had some articles like this in John Grogan's column a couple of days ago that, you know, told it like it wasn't made a lot of sense. The Herald, on the other hand, is busy. Uh, they're terrified that they might uh, alienate their uh, Hispanic constituency, none of whom are reading their paper anyway, but that's uh, their mentality. You're right. Have a great day, Paul. All right, Neil. Okay, we have an open line and date. Yeah, you, fo you fakers over there at the Herald, man. You people are a disgrace. You're a joke. You're a joke. The Knight Ritter people move up and they bail out. A after after the, uh, Tony Ritter got through peddling this goddamn scam in Dade County with that uh, Mickey Harrison's arena, because they're so concerned about the future of this town, right, that they're uh, picking up and moving to the Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. And just pander and pander and pander and bend over backwards. My God, if they ever drop the soap over there, that woman is really going to be busy. Just they've been doing this for as long as I can remember. Pandering to people who hate them like poison, don't read their goddamn newspaper.
That would be like my sitting here playing rap music in the middle of my show all day, pandering to an audience that I don't be having. They do not be listening, okay? The rappers do not be listening to this show. They be puffing it and puff daddy too. Do you know what I be talking about? Yeah, man. All right. God. If we, I'm, I, I know it's just, I'm just dreaming, but if we just had a real newspaper in this town, I'm just asking for a little, uh, I, I find it bizarre that after that exchange yesterday, that we come on and we don't even get a phone call about it, and I ask about it here this morning, and, uh, you know, we got the one guy, and then we got one other person on the phone here. Because I'm telling you, there, there is a divide, there is a, there is a silent war, and I'll give you an example. I'll give you a perfect example. Listen to this. The sport, first of all, Barry Jackass has a big thing about Channel 69, gears up for switch, switching from home shopping to Channel 69. And, of course, his rationale would be, oh, well, he writes about sports on the air, and this isn't a sports show. So needless to say, he writes about the heat games are going to be on there. They've got a live sports show, 10 o'clock every night. They're going to be doing this. They're going to be doing soccer and yada, yada. No mention, of course, that Neil Rogers, who is on QAM, the sports station, will be on not once but twice a night, 8.30 and 10.30 p.m. on Channel 69. And raise holy hell. If you have any cable outfit, call them up and say, hey, you're breaking the law, goddammit. We don't care whether you like Channel 69 or any of that bogus programming that got on or that fag that's on tonight. We don't care about that. But we want to watch whatever we want to watch, and it's supposed to be on there. And we don't care if Tom Jicka is a, You know, that's what I really love, when Tom Jicka compares this experiment, which it's an experiment, with Paxson. You know, he had that article a couple of weeks ago where he lumped it all in together about the must-carry thing, and they're going to put this on there, and it's going to be on all the cable systems because the must-carry thing passed, like the Paxson thing. Paxson has just got a bunch of blurry infomercials on there. That's all he's got. Poorly produced, blurry people selling a bunch of blurry, poorly produced crap. That's Paxson. And wait till Paxnet starts in, uh, in the fall or whenever it's going to start. With all those 500-year-old uh, TV shows. That's going to go over big. Have you seen that Paxson stock lately, by the way? Oh, that's doing big things. A big number. A real big... In fact, he's probably doing a big number. Thank you so much, David. He's got uh, CityLink Magazine, no doubt. You got your thumb on it? How about the magazine? South Florida radio talk show host Neil Rogers says it's not... It, like it's just a couple of churches, it's rampant. The Pope and the Pervert. Let's hear it for CityLink Magazine. Oh! The Pope and the Pervert. There you go. There's Bishop Simons with a shattered glass uh, thing right in front of his puss. Oh, and, and then it goes on with the whole, uh, the guy's right. Oh, look at that. Woo! Heavy duty, baby. It goes on with a whole list of these uh, things in 1966, 1968, 1998, on and on it goes. And where it stops, nobody knows. It stops at your little kid's uh, genital areas, where I think. Here's a lady in Aventura. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. This is Rose. I'm in Aventura. How you doing, I've been Rose? a listener of yours for, I don't know, since QAM. Oh, my God, since QAM. Yeah. And, um... I've been calling Comcast for the last two days. And what and do they tell you? They keep telling me, well, we're, I don't know why they wrote that in the Herald, and uh, we don't know when we're going to get it. But I said, heck, I want that station. Well, I what, want do you mean, what, what does that mean, when they're going to get it? Well, they, they just have no information. <laughs> yeah. So I said, so you still got the Home Shopping Network on? He says, yes, we do. I said, well, I don't want that. I want Neil Rogers. So I'm trying. I'm going to so keep calling. You call them like 400 times a day until their uh, nose bleeds. Absolutely. Love you so much, Thanks Neil. a lot, Rose. Bye-bye. Have a great day. Comcast Cable, another scandal in South Florida, and we want something done about it, and we want it done right now oh. or else, okay? Or else those people have got your cable there in, uh, in Aventure. They're going to start canceling their cable left and right. And by the way, let me point out to you, you can get uh, a, little, a little ring antenna for UHF and pick up Channel 69 just fine and all the other UHF channels, too. Right? Stick a coat hanger on there, whatever. Not a coat hanger. People in Aventura are going to stick a coat hanger on there? Yes. You sound like Joan Crawford now. Same shoulders, by the way. He's posing. Here's a North Miami. Hello. Hey, how are you going, Neil? Okay, sir. I was calling. I got a bunch of friends up in Aventura, and they're really pissed off about it. you like that? The whole, the whole goddamn community of Aventura is uh, up in arms. I tape the show for them every night. I've been watching it since it came on. Yeah. And, I mean, it's like, they're a... I have one of them that's putting up the antenna, and he's the only one that's like, but they're pissed off that they just, they don't want to have to switch off cable, just go watch one show. That's right. And it's just, it's not right for them out. It's, it's supposed to be on there. It's the law. We have a bunch of habitual lawbreakers at Comcast Cable in Aventura. It's the law. It's from the, fed it's a federal offense what they're doing. I say stick their ass in jail in the electric chair. 
And also, the guy that called in earlier about the 95 being dirty, yeah. well, they already paid somebody to do it. He just embezzled the money. Ah, uh, hey, listen, nothing's perfect. At least, at least they had good intentions. <laughs> Have a great day, pal. All right. See ya. Bye-bye. Keep working on it. And the cable, too. Comcast, we want that on there. We want it on there tonight. Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, watched the 1030 show last night. Oh, you saw the good one, huh? Uh, yeah, my wife watched it for the first time. She's heard you once or twice on the radio. Uh, she's raised Catholic. She heard you reading the uh, the manual. and She was doing it manually? Yeah, let me tell you. Like that chick with the lips that comes on? Yeah. Oh, boy, I got up close to personal with that. Listen, uh, no, she, she, she was a bit shocked because she really hasn't heard words like that on TV, you know? Yeah. And, but after a while, she said, you know, he makes sense. Yes, and it's I do. true. You, That's you right. do make sense. George looked good. She actually thought George was cute. I oh, was wondering. God. No, she did. I, I, th I wonder what kind of cigars you were smoking. Yeah. And one thing I, I'd like to just give you a little advice. Yes, sir. Keep, keep your eyes up. Looks like you were looking at a teleprompter to the low. No, I'm looking at the clock. Okay. See, you, you know how we could solve that by moving the clock down. Of course, that would require a great effort on our engineers' part here in the uh, station. Yeah, you know, it, look, it looks but, like you're looking down into the left. You know, get your eyes up, man. Come on. Get it up. Get it up. Okay, I'm anyway, popping one right now. Little blue thing. Great show. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. See you. Oh God. Our uh, producer that we gave a lot of crap to yesterday because of his connection with the girl that's got the lips there on the eleven o'clock thing on those headlines. Stephanie. What is it? Stephanie. Oh, we actually have her name? Oh, it's Stephanie and her lips and that swollen tongue. But at any rate, the, uh, the whole crew told me this morning, you know, he does uh, a little bit uptight, but he does have the most perfect penis we've ever seen. So, what, you know, what's not to like? That was a great story that uh, Rob must have had that dream last night, that his father said that he thought he was standing in behind me the whole show. His father lives in Aventura and couldn't see the show on his cable, so he whipped it out, the a little tiny one, little tiny TV with the rabbit ears, and was uh, watching from there. And, of course, we've got the Enrique thing with that gigantic, huge cigar between his legs and he thought that was rob standing back there must have he must have a real bad uh, bad tv i mean first of all the tip-off if i can use that term is the uh, foreskin we know that wouldn't be rob right and enrique sure don't have a perfect penis like rob has got here's miami hello Neil. yes sir digging that show man how do they edit it down from your four-hour show what's the do you have any uh, say in that yeah, they have the, you know, that the wheel I use on uh, Wheel of Fortune? <laughs> they spin it around. We got uh, Pat Sajak in the other room. He's spinning it right now. They have to and have wheel uh, too. an equal amount of... Uh, of uh, we, we, listen, we have, a, we have a staff of 62 Goyam in the other room who are, like, uh, sitting and spinning and twisting and clipping and uh, sucking and whatever they're doing over there. They're tell doing me, it. Tell me we need to see more crotch shots. Of whom? Of, of you and George. Oh, if you want to see our crotch? <laughs> believe me, you better hey, have no, good eyesight. You better have better eyesight than Rob's father, I'll tell you that. That's how you get the points, man. That's how you get the audience. Okay. Also, uh, listen, uh, George, you know, you guys uh, flash back to uh, George's puss every now and then. I thought uh, he's a pretty charming, uh, good-looking dude there. Okay, well, listen, he'll give you his number in a second. <laughs> no, have a great not, day, pal. I like that. See you. Okay. No, neither is he. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing, Neil Rogers? Great. Uh, pretty amazing to finally get your show. What I'm saying is, I've never seen your show, or never even heard your show, until I watched it on Channel 69. So you're number three. Oh, my God, this audience is growing like topsy. Well, it's unfortunate. I mean, I did not know what time you broadcast in the air, and they don't broadcast that along with your uh, show in the evening. You know what I'm saying? There's no time. It's oh, like, no. what La time last night, I show? finally, under penalty of death, I uh, did that thing at the end of the show when I'd mentioned that. That's, uh, that's the reason it's a little bit slow getting people to find the show is because that should be mentioned over and over and over again. Sure, that's the whole not? idea of it from our standpoint. They could run it on the bottom with, it, you know, with they your phone they number. They can put a crawl on it. They can have Rob crawling on the bottom of the screen. Another thing is, why aren't you in syndication? I mean, if, if this is the USA Network, right? From right. the cable organization. Right. Okay. Well, we've only been on for three days. Well, I'm saying is, uh, I mean, it's they've a good got, they've potential got for it. They have TV stations in the top 12 markets in the country. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, so you if know, we can I break can a point five, we'll get on nationally, man. That'd that's be right. Killer. Exactly. <laughs> Screw Howard Stern. Right. <laughs> well, have a, have a good day, Neil. Okay, and thanks, pal. I hope you make a billion dollars. And God bless you. Bye-bye. That's the idea. Get it on there in uh, some real markets. That's what we're waiting for. I mean, this place, hey, you know, these bastards here. Oh, we've heard him say that a million times. Yeah, good. Blow it out your ass. But we get on the air in some places where they haven't been exposed to the goddamn anything that we're talking about on here, where they used to hear in the same people mumbling. See, you, you, you got your cable systems, you got 400 channels on there maybe, and you can flip up and down every one of them, and you got a bunch of people posturing and telling you bull crap. 
There's nobody. Who on television tells you anything that's the truth? Because they're all worried about covering their goddamn ass. And maybe once every six months, maybe one of those investigative tough shows, 60 Minutes 2020, they do a show about child molesting priests or about uh, whatever it is, the Vatican banking scandal, once every uh, 10 years, like I said. And then the rest of the time, they don't want to offend anybody. I'll guarantee you won't see those, uh, those bare-ass bowlers on uh, Dan Rather. Uh, you, won't, you won't be asking, what's the frequency, Kenneth, on the uh, CBS Evening News? Right, Dan? Dan? Uh-huh. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Um, I don't know if anybody's told you. I was um, a little spy report. I was driving in Hollywood two days ago. Oh, On the corner of 441 and um, uh, Sheridan Street, the WIOD van was there with a, a sign-up that said, Save WIOD, sign the petition. Oh, you know something? I'm glad you mentioned that because I heard, uh, I forget who told me this, but I think that North Bay Village voted on this two nights ago and they passed the thing for the condos. How the hell did I get here? Man, I'm going to tell you. Joe Brennan, oh, you know something? I, I forgot, in the in the heat of all of our discussion here about many other things, which we'll get into, I forgot to do this, okay? What an idiot. I want to tell you a story about the brand new world's biggest asshole. It's a brand new story about the brand new world's biggest asshole. Oh, my God. Asshole. His name is Joe Brennan. You know, when we were on IOD, if I can say that, Joe Brennan was an asshole then, doing the traffic. Got a great voice. He sounds like he knows what he's talking about. The only problem is, here on QAM, he's still an asshole and still doesn't do the thing right. I usually have about a 25-minute drive from where I live to, to work every day. Not, not all that bad. 595 is a little crowded coming east. You get on the turnpike, there's no traffic at all. Right down the uh, Hershey Highway. Today, as many of you know, I'm sure, in fact, many of you are probably still stuck in it right now, there's an overturned uh, crappy truck by the Hollywood... By the way, I better tell you, it's right by the Hollywood Boulevard exit on the turnpike. See, we're more concerned on this station telling you about the fact that, uh, you know, who's the, your favorite uh, ex-Marlin player, your favorite dead badminton player, than giving a little bit of information out. I mean, wouldn't it have been nice for us stuck in that thing for like an hour and a half to have some idea of where that thing was? I mean, we knew it was on the turnpike, Joe. That was very good. It's backed up. It wasn't just backed up. It was like the end of the world, mister, an hour and a half later. And Joe Brennan doesn't bother telling us that. The, you know, so, number one, it's a stress factor. You have no idea where the actual wreck is. And number two, you're planning your strategy. Am I going to get off at Hollywood Boulevard? As luck would have it, it was right at the Hollywood Boulevard exit. You get around it, and then you, you got a clear sailing to the turnpike. Then I get on Honey Hill Road, and guess what? The very first, coming east, the very first traffic light, the light is stuck red. Okay, well, these things happen. There's a malfunction at the junction. 14th Court is the intersecting street. And we're sitting there and sitting there, and traffic's backing up. And you see the traffic coming the other way, so obviously the light is stuck. And there is an asshole sitting in front of me in a blue or dark gray Le Mans, whatever the hell it was. Le I'm sorry, LeBaron. And just sitting there, and I honked the horn and said, I love and I'm honking the horn again. And he, he or she, I couldn't even tell, with the arm out the window, I don't know. And finally, uh, I leaned on the horn and opened the window. The light is stuck, you idiot! This was just a little frosting on the cake to make it a much more... So, happy Friday. And, of course, I was already psychotic before I got in the car at 825 this morning to come to work. I was already uh, to blow somebody's brains out. In fact, I just might, just to make me feel a lot better. I think I'm beginning to understand this Charlton Heston thing and the whole uh, gun thing. It makes you feel a little bit better, temporarily. No, seriously, I, I would have no... Oh, and by the way, best show on Channel 69, Spider-Man, every afternoon. Be sure and catch that. Oh, God, is it? No, seriously, it's a cartoon, but I missed that when I was a kid. Well, it was uh, not on when I was a kid. That is a hell of a show, isn't it? And then that dance show with all those hot kids on there. I'm going to tell you something, boys and girls. I've had some embarrassing moments in my life. We all have on the air. I have never had anything. In fact, I haven't, I can't remember the last time that I cried. Probably when somebody I knew died years ago. I'm just not one of those crying queens. 
But last night at 9 o'clock after the 8.30 uh, debacle on Channel 69, and debacle would be a compliment, I turned the TV set not just back to the hockey game, in the off position, and I just sat there and stared, contemplating my navel, the ceiling, the wall. You know, for some reason, the 10 o'clock show, that sports show, which I think is a pretty... And by the way, we got a one share last night, both at 8.30 and 10.30. I have no idea how. Of course, those people won't be turning in again. See, within three days, on the fourth day, we finally doubled the audience on our show from a .5 to a 1. We start, you know, finally people started to find the goddamn thing. And a one share, to be honest, within four days, out of nowhere, is, is a miracle. But like I said, I don't think too many of those people will be coming back. Not anytime soon. And then, 10.30, I switch over from the hockey game. Nice going, by the way, Caps. Nice going, Essa. Nice shot. And I watched the first segment at 10.30, and I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be tighter, this is going to be better. And we go to the break, and all of a sudden there's that blank screen again. Blank, blank, black screen. And I finally just turned right back to the hockey game and said, no, thank you. And then I get here finally this morning, and George tells me the 10.30 was 100 times worse than the 8.30. They repeated the same segment, what, three times? Two and a half. Two and a half, two and a half times Rob's penis? I mean, Rob, they tell me, the whole crew seems to know they must shower together or do something else. But they tell me he has a beautiful, perfect penis. A textbook penis, if you will. But I don't think we need to tell two and a half times in the same half hour. And then getting back to the 8.30 segment, getting back to that piece of crap. So we have a spot that runs finally, and then we have a PSA. There's no audio. There's a little tiny bit of audio, like way in Bangladesh somewhere you can tell somebody is speaking, okay? Some poor bastard there is starving to death, and uh, that's where it sounds like they are in Bangladesh. You can't hear it. And I'm, I'm just sitting there, I'm getting more and more and more embarrassed and humiliated and disgraced and disgusted. Not that I got anything to do with the production of this piece of crap. But how come it is at 10 o'clock, they get all those sports bits in there, and that thing is slickly produced, and they got the live audience, bada -beep, bada -beep, and everything seems to go fine like a real TV station. How come on that dance party thing they got in the afternoon now, how come uh, that seems to, and even those two uh, punky kids they got earlier in the afternoon. Oh, that's a great show, by the way, Hank. How come that seems to be okay, and they get everything on the air? But this show, which is taped ahead of time, they just can't get their ass together. Taped ahead of time. All the idiot, all the five-year-old board op over there has got to do is, uh, you know, stop one tape, hit a cart. That's all they use carts on TV, just when they're not the same kind of carts. They use carts for the spots. Hit the cart, put the spot on, okay? Oh, no, can't do that. It is so bush league, so embarrassing and so humiliating that I have, I have no words to describe to you how embarrassed I am. And yeah, I got a yellow shirt on today. See, that's more, we got all these people calling, and oh, Neil had a blue shirt on today. Neil had a yellow shirt on a peach colored shirt. Yeah, and? See, the idea of being on television is number one to cross-promote this show and, number, and this station. And this station, by the way, see the 560 QAM? To promote this station, Hank. And number, uh, but foremost is to reach people and who uh, will hear what I'm saying, what I'm talking about. The content of the program which I know for some of the radio audience, that's a real shock because, oh, yeah, is he saying something? Well, you know, they're busy uh, doing Tommy's a douchebag, which is okay. But we had a one share last night, so we had more people tuning in than ever before in four days. And they were treated to a, a I, I have no words to describe it. My m m vast vocabulary has just, uh, I just can't find a word to describe. Enough to bring tears to my eyes, I'll tell you that. It's, it's so typical Miami, baby. It's so typical of everything that goes on in this town. Amateur hour. Gag, I'm gagging on it. And now I said, I said, I hope you're listening because I said, can you imagine what, what would you think if you went for three trips in a row, especially hundreds or thousands of miles, and you showed up at your hotel and they told you you didn't have any reservation? And I hear this muffled sound again, and then I hear click. And she hangs up the phone. Jamaican women. No wonder, I'm telling you, that's why the Jamaican guys are stoned all the time. That's why they're smoking all that weed, because the Jamaican women are a bunch of bitches. Arrogant, nasty. And they talk to you in that, in that I'm trying to think of a word for that tone. It's very condescending, but in that very kind of pedantic, condescending tone. Do you want to get to the bottom of this, or are you just, uh, you know, uh, just spewing and venting? 
etc. So needless to say, I've called back a couple of more times and spoke to a real supervisor who spoke English, and uh, I'm going to find out what her name was and get her ass fired. If it's the last thing I do, I don't even care about my reservations anymore. I just want to get this bitch fired because it's inexcusable that you're paying thousands and thousands of dollars for a service which they can't get right to save. And you want, you want to know what comes back down to again? Just like Channel 69, cheap help. I don't give a shit anymore. If your toothpaste doesn't taste great, your kids don't brush long enough, which could lead to ugly tartar buildup. The solution? Regular checkups and brushing with new crust, the tartar-controlled toothpaste laced with crack cocaine. Hey, son, almost done in there? Brushing, can't talk, brushing! Crust is not only clinically proven, it's also highly addictive. So your kids will brush and brush and brush. And brush and brush and brush. Come on, Billy, it's been 45 minutes. Brushing! Brushing, brushing, brushing! If you're not careful, you're gonna wear those teeth down to little nubbins. Oh, God, no! Wrong, son. Almost out of crust! Hook your kids on a healthy habit for life. Brushing with new crust with crack cocaine. Sure, I'm gonna be late for work now, but it's good to see Billy brushing. Get out, old man, this is a carjacking! Billy, what are you doing? I sit out! Oh. New crust toothpaste laced with crack cocaine. Recommended by 9 out of 10 drug addicts. Here's a fax from Brian who says, You're absolutely right about those Jamaican women. I had to take a friend to the hospital last week and the Jamaican nurse was rude, condescending, didactic bitch. I don't know what kept me from strangling her. Rip those Jamaican women a new one, says Brian. Oh. Nice going, Brian. What, what is it with them? Who the hell do they think they are? They think they're don't stink? Is that what it is? This woman, I'm telling you from the time, I mean, here's, here's a situation where they have screwed up big time. And granted, she personally, I'm sure, was not involved with any of the screw-ups, but nevertheless, she's uh, being paid to answer the phone and to straighten this crap out. That's what she's getting paid for. And she's got a goddamn hostile attitude before I even, like, said hello. She's got to bug up her goddamn... Uh, Rectum. ...is what she's got, or something up there. Here's a mobile in Davy. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Uncle Neil. Yes. First time caller. Okay. Been listening to your show every day for five years. Didn't yes, have sir. a reason to call until today. Okay. I'm here to talk about them Jamaicans. Let me tell you something. People that yeah, own people that own service business should not hire Caribbean people to work in their places because you know what? They think that every single service job is beneath them. Mm hmm That they should be working at NASA somewhere or running for president. R right. Yeah. They should never hire Caribbean people. Yeah. Uncle Neil. Because they're too and good for the job. They're too good for the job. Okay. They are too good for the job. And don't date them either, because they suck. Well, I think yeah. you got that backward. Okay, right, thanks a lot, pal. Whatever you say. They suck, so there's some good news for you. Go out and get a Jamaican woman, because they suck. But other than that... No, so the next time that I call anywhere to lodge a complaint or get some information, and a, I hear a Caribbean-sounding voice on the other end of the phone, I'm going to say, Oh, I'm sorry, I'm not good enough to talk to you. Click, and that'll be the end of the conversation. And I'll keep dialing again until I find somebody, uh, you know what I'm talking about? I mean, maybe I'm prejudiced, huh? You think maybe I might be? Uh huh. But when I make like travel reservations, when I when you call these numbers, it can be anybody that picks up the phone. You know, they're just uh, basically telephone operators. I prefer talking to a white woman between like 25 and 55. If I'm speaking to a white woman, a heterosexual female. I have a feeling that my, my, all my information is going to be done right. I'm going to get the job done. I'll, when I go to show up there, my re reservation will be done. I'll get my plane tickets, and I'm confident that everything will be fine. If I'm talking to anybody else, I always have my doubts. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. Uh, I'm a brother, Neil, and uh, I used to date Jamaican girls, okay? And Do they, they suck? They, Neil, they suck, Neil. I date one, and uh, they should know me how to argument. And uh, next you know, I left because I was upset. I left. Yeah, I had to come back. About an hour later, I came back. Yeah. The whole freaking family at my house. Yeah, okay. man. The whole freaking family at my yeah. house. Did they at least bring and, you some good weed? <laughs> and next you know, I had a little like have a fight through the whole family. They wonder why, why you arguing about my daughter? This is between me and her. But I got upset after me and her went out to the festival one day, right? Mm -hmm. And I was, you know, they were smoking weed. Oh, no. Okay. They I were smoking smoke. the wicked weed? Yes, at the baseball Jesus, park. what's wrong with those goddamn Jamaicans anyway, smoking Bay the wicked weed? Don't they know it's illegal? Right. right. Bayfront Park. And let's know I'm getting high off of somebody else.
Okay. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Oh! What's wrong with that? The price is right. Better watch out for that second-hand smoke is what he'd be saying, right? Yeah, man. And see, this, this goes back to the question I asked weeks ago. I've asked it many times over the last couple of years. Never get a real answer from all you white people that go on vacation and go to the Caribbean. Why? Why would anybody in their right mind who's got dispensable dollars to spend... Why? Why would you go to the Caribbean where uh, they're hostile, they hate you like poison, where there's all Schwarzers in the first place? Why would you go there? What's the attraction? Oh, but there's beautiful beaches. You live in Florida and you got to go there to see beautiful beaches? They're going there for the dope. That's what they're going there is to get the cheap weed. It's got to be. Has to be. There's absolutely no other reason in the world to be going there. Here's a mobile in Fort Pierce. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing? Okay. Um, I just got a little information. I used to be a part of a swingers club. And um, if you knew the six things that go on at swingers clubs, you would get you would get religion. I don't I, think I'm so. not religious, Joe. Yeah. Even though I've left the swingers club. Well, let me ask you this: Did anybody f coerce you into going there? Well, yes. At gunpoint. Well, what happens is they have a lot of anal sex at these things, and then I don't know if I can say this word. No, no, sir. Let me say it again. Did somebody force you? Did were you dragged into that place? Uh, well. Was it a private club? Yes. Obviously, but, and did it, did you have to pay money to join it? Yes, but my older sister took me there. Your sister took you there? Yeah, and then I was... You're ha no, wait, wait, wait let, let's, let's slow down. You're having anal sex with your older sister? No, I did not have anal sex. Is that her. what you just said? Rectum. No, I mean, she took me there, and I had anal sex with other people for the first and only time in my life. It was a horrific experience. Yeah. And, um, I'm That's, that saying, must be because you were on the receiving end, no doubt. No, no, I can't do that, but, um... Thing about it is, is that people actually—I don't know if I can say this word—but they give blowjobs afterwards. Yeah. And uh, you're looking for glory holes. Yeah. And uh, that just doesn't seem too good to me. Doesn't, yeah. Doesn't seem like that would be—that would uh, be too appetizing. Is no, what you're I would think a good country fried steak would be a lot better. Uh huh. I mean, if you really want something brown, if you want some really good brown meat. Yeah. But also, uh, I can move that lady. I mean, I don't know if I... If oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, hang on. Yeah, let's get his number. Not. He's going to move that lady right over to the corner, and then God only knows what's going to happen then. Oh, geez. Go clean it off. What a maniac. Oh, yeah. He went to a... It was horrible. His sister took him there. His older sister took him to a swingers club, and he was having anal sex, and it was disgusting. Daughter <coughs> in a Catholic school... The decision was reached as the public school system in this town simply sucks. It bites, it blows. Yet the local politicians are more concerned about how many more sports arenas we can build. In any event, though I disagree with the mentality of the Catholic school, it was about the best available alternative for better education for our daughter and the most affordable when compared to private institutions. During the school's introduction, a book was distributed to the parents as a guide on how to discuss with your child the subject of sex. In reading through this book, I found a few interesting items that I thought you would enjoy as well. Keep in mind, again, this is from a manual distributed in a Catholic school to the uh, students. Number one, masturbation is a mortal sin as God did not create our body for self-stimulation fueled by lust-induced images. Okay, so put it down, guys. Number two. Anal sex, not in so many words, is also a mortal sin, as God created the body for procreation, and this form of sex should only be for animals. In other words, people should not be uh, fooling around in each other's... Rectum. ...which a lot of you are going to be really pissed off about that. You're going to be burning in that lake of fire in no time, goddammit. You're going to be really hot. Oh, that's the idea? Number three. Sex is not to be performed as a result of lustful images, and if so, the individual should try to find a way to erase those images from his or her mind, as they are obscene. And to allow them into your mind is also a mortal sin. Put those hustlers down, okay? Put those, uh, all those magazines down. Put that porno collection that the Catholic Church has got. Put that away, okay? And last but certainly not least on the list that he faxes to me. And isn't it interesting that we were talking about this on a show only the other day and there were those people denying it. Oh, he's just making that up. The church doesn't teach that. Sex should be done only to procreate and not as a pleasurable activity. 
Should I read that again? There's no fact in, in the church. Sex should only be done to procreate and not as a pleasurable activity. He goes on to say, I don't happen to have the book with me today at work. However, Monday I'll try to fax you the pages here incited as the language used goes far beyond what I can come up with. But there are the main points, some of the main points. It's so dirty, baby. It's dirty, it's filthy and disgusting, unless, of course, the bishop's doing it. How do you like that? So anyway, this professor at Columbia University says, the expression oy vey is an expression of deep sympathy at a truly tragic occurrence as when somebody dies. Frank Sinatra's dead. Oy! Oh, my God. Phil Hartman, he got shot. His wife's dead, too. Oy! How do you like that? John Denver, dead. Oy! Chris Farley, he's dead. Oy! Bobby Kennedy, dead 30 years ago. We're celebrating it now. Oy! Who else? Pete Maravich, dead. Oy! Pistol Pete. Wyatt Earp, he's dead. Oy! 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 Golda Meir. Oy! Menachem Begin. Oy! Any other dead Jews? There's got to be some other dead Jews. Anybody? Come on, give me your name real quick. Uh, David Ben-Gurion, dead. Oy! Yeah. Avril Harriman, dead. Oy! There's nothing funny about... Oy! That's what this uh, pseudo-intellectual, a uh, real from Jew says at Columbia University. See, when you got anybody, Jews, Goyim, anybody, take stuff so seriously. I mean, Yiddish, that's the best part about Yiddish, is that it's uh, fun. It's fun, it's funny, it's off the wall, and most of the goyim don't understand what it means anyway. Well, that's what's great about Jew uh, Yiddish. Why the hell would you even... If it weren't for the food and the Yiddish, why would you even waste your time being Jewish? There's almost no religion to it, except for the lunatics who are over their uh, sisters and their uh, taluses and their 400 pounds of clothing they're wearing right now. It's 110 degrees out there on Lincoln Road, which, by the way, will be closed tonight for Gloria Estefan's <coughs> Big Bash to honor her new album. How do you like that? They just closed down her mall tonight for four hours because she's got a new album coming out. And the people at Sony said, they're closed down the Lincoln Road Mall because Gloria, okay, she ain't going to be there, but, uh, you know close the goddamn mall down. Well, she'd expect to be paid, of course. <laughs> and we now have millions and millions more people who are classified either overweight or obese. In other words, real fat. Like me and like Murray. And like our camera guy there from Channel 69 who's still eating donuts and uh, drinking regular soda with sugar in it. Let's see how many Neelys he shovels. No, seriously, place. why do you drink Coke with sugar in it? What's wrong with Diet Coke? Do you know how many, seriously, do you, know, you get rid of all that sugar in one year, that'll, that'll cost you like 10 or 15 pounds. It's the only thing keeping me alive right now. Sugar? But how much sugar do you need? How about the goddamn donuts? They don't have enough sugar for you? God almighty, this guy's going to be sitting on the goddamn donuts. He's going to have sugar on his pretty soon. Oh, and that, that's why Barry Diller hired him, huh? He wants to get his licks. Anyway. So anyway, weight loss is the uh, deal, how they're saying, and uh, they got this new weight index. So anyway, what I was uh, trying to get to here in my own convoluted way, because I'm not going to talk him about, uh, he just wants to be fat, okay? One recommendation as far as helping you to lose weight is to be aware of certain fat-free foods that actually are high in calories. Are you listening? A federal chart highlights examples that frequently trip up dieters, not to mention the extra carbs, by the way. A half cup of premium non-fat frozen yogurt contains 190 calories. That's a half cup of premium non-fat, while regular ice cream has 180 calories for the same amount. How do you like that? The fat-free is the biggest fraud, and you broads out there are still running out there with your snack wells and your fat-free this and your antamins and all your other crap, okay? You're going to die! Oy. I'll tell you that right now, okay? I guarantee you, you keep that up, and someday, I guarantee, I promise you, you'll die. Here's a mobile in North Miami Beach. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I have a Lanzmann clarification. Wired Earp, not you. This Oy. is This is Wired Earp, you. Yeah. U.S. Uh, how about Sid Luckman? Oi. Still with us? I'm not sure. Sid. Meyer Lansky? Oi. What sport did he play? <laughs> and he wanted. And how about the Patriarch of the Ponderosa? Ben Cartwright. Oi! He was Jewish? Lauren Green, Orthodox. Lauren Green was Jewish? He was, Green. he was Canadian. Orthodox. He was an Orthodox? Then how the hell did he eat all that Alpo? Oi! No wonder he's dead. <laughs> an early good Shabbos. We love you. And happy uh, Pesach. Goodbye. And Purim and the Sukkot and Simchas Torah. See, really, there are none of these things. We just make these things up to frustrate all you goyim out there. 
two open lines in Dade, and of course, then they start repeating it. It's, uh, you know, we uh, have, have to use these methods because there's so few of us left. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil Gunn. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, how about uh, J. Edgar Hoover? Dead fag. Oh, <laughs> big right. time. Big yeah. time. Clyde Tolson is a buddy. Oh, hey, second time, long time, circumcised Julio. Uh, I'm introducing The Office to uh, your show, and I, I, want, I have a request. If you can put uh, bowel moves on. Bowel moves, you, you got it. We'd really appreciate it. And I, have, uh, I want to call a couple people douchebags. Is that all right? Go ahead. Reggie Sanchez, Chris Moore, you guys are flaming douchebags. <laughs> okay. Have a good weekend. See ya. By the way, wait till you see this. Well, you won't see it, unless you're in the media. Great press release that Sam the Man, our promotion's a sham. I mean, how's that go? Put together. Neil Rogers goes by media, not bisexual, of course, unless that the bitch calls back from before. the one at the, And she sounded like a real skank, too. She called back. For again. what? To try again. To try what? To convert you. I'm not interested in being converted, okay? She loves you and uh, I don't to. love her. I don't want anything to do with her. I don't want to smell one of those disgusting... <coughs> oh, jeez. I don't want to be anywhere near that thing, okay? So anyway, let me uh, snatch this press release again out of my hand here and say, uh, Neil Rogers from 560 WQM will cross over to television for his anticipated TV show. The show will be taped during his on-air show on 560 WQM, and the best of Neil will air on Neil at Night on WAMI Channel 69, formerly the Home Shopping Network, every weeknight from 8.30 to 9 p.m. and replay 10.30 to 11 p.m. starting this Monday, June 8th. The South Florida audience will watch and witness the outrageous, controversial, and highest-paid highest air personality in the state of Florida. Loan me $50. In the state of Florida. How do we know that? Ain't Lasseter making a lot more over there in Tampa? Uh-huh. Here's uh, Miami. Hello. Miami, buenos dias. Hey, Neil. How's it going? Great. Hey, uh, how about uh, Gloria Stefan? What are they doing out there at uh, Lincoln Mall? Well, let me uh, read it to you, okay, sir? All right. It'll kill a couple of seconds unless I already threw it out. Uh, geez, what the hell? Did I, I already threw Glory in the trash. Who appointed them owners of Miami and well, representatives that, that, of all the Julios? Well, wait a minute. Let me look at the trash. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Parts of South Beach will be jam-packed tonight when pop singer Gloria Estefan celebrates the release of a new album, Two Years in the Making. Lincoln Road will be shut down from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. between Meridian and Drexel Avenues for a free block party in honor of Estefan's latest release, Gloria. What an original name that is. On Epic Records, a subsidiary of Sony. Those Japs are at it again, sir. Estefan is not scheduled to perform, but sponsors Sony Music, Bacardi, and Specs promise a big show, including videos and dancers. Even Ed Sullivan might be there for the big show. Parking's available, et cetera, and so on. So and, uh, and how about uh, Hernandez? You haven't heard you talking much about him. Hernandez? Yeah. Umberto? Uh, Umberto, or Levon? Umberto or Levon? Oh, no, the criminal. Yeah. Not the pitcher. Well, what is it? He's pitching and catching right now. That's oh, what's he gonna, might be catching. He's going to be catching where he's going, I'll tell you. Wrecked <laughs> him. For a long time. Wrecked him. Hey, Neil, can I call somebody a douchebag? Go ahead. Hey, Jason, stop driving, douchebag. Okay. Later, Neil. See ya. Wow.